Well, hello. Good night. We're back. Sean and Elliot read the Bible has returned after a brief hiatus. I'm Sean McLaughlin. This is still the official podcast of the Holy Bible. Don't let anyone tell you that there's another one. I'm still alongside Elliot J. Fellows. Hello there. Brought to you by Bible Corp, the greatest company of all time. Kind, generous, and good. In that order. Mm, mm. How you been, El? Uh, I've been great, thank you. We've had a, a bit of a while away. We're going to explain it. I mean, people who've listened to the last episode know roughly what happened. There was a bit of a... Well, we've just been a bit of an adventure. Got some Australian blood on our hands, but we all do it sometimes, don't we? Yes, we absolutely do. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about that in a second. And we're also going to talk about the book of Isaiah and the book of Jeremiah. Darn tootin', pal. Darn... T- what? Darn tootin', pal. Where... What, what? Why did you say that? Well, we've been away for a while, and maybe after this bit of music, I'll tell you about my time at cowboy school, partner. <laughs> do you think... Do you think mm-hmm. that we have time to go into that? No, but we have time to go into other things we've been up to. Cowboy school. Maybe cowboy school will just be one of those background things that we might reference. Because I'm a, I'm a qualified cowboy now. A qualified one? You darn tootin', madam. Okay. Welcome to the show. It's us. We're back again from a few adventures. Quite a few. Quite a few. Quite a few things to report on. I guess we'll pick up where we where we left off. We were both in Australia. We were committing what we thought at the time were legal necessities. Well, I certainly thought I certainly thought murder was legal. How many did you murder in the end of the Aussies? Well, you see the thing is I knew it wasn't legal, but I still killed four. Yeah. yeah. Peer pressure, isn't it? Yeah. When you're out there they just they, they drag you in, don't yeah, they? Yeah, two sets of twins, baby. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Four bodies. Four Australian bodies. I killed 12 in the end. Oh. And you know what? I don't feel good about it. No? Don't feel good about it. Really? But we got away with it. The police never caught up to us. Well, they're just so relaxed, don't they? It's like we were running away and they were just kind of walking after us. And also we did it in... I did it all in land. And so they just... They were like, oh, we want to investigate, but we can't surf all the way over there. So anyway, we've been in Australia. Thank you for everyone who came to see my shows over there. Thank yeah. you for everyone, uh, especially for the five people who only came to see me in Perth because they thought that I was the drug dealer from Afterlife. I wasn't. Um, you were the comedian in Afterlife. I was the comedian. <laughs> really? They, they came up to me, having just seen me do stand-up comedy for an hour, and said, who were you in Afterlife? The drug dealer. But they just what, saw the, you... the 50-year-old drug dealer? They just saw you doing something that you do in the shirt, like... Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, thank uh, you. Much funny. appreciated. Hope to be back soon. Yes. Um, Shout out to Ben Walker, who is Australian and listening. There we go. What? It's just some admin there. Someone what, asked, ad- what admin? Someone asked for a shout out. We've never had that someone before. Someone asked for a shout out? Yeah, we've never had that before. Who Who's the shout-out for? Ben Walker. Okay, fuck you, Ben Walker. How about that for a shout-out? Thanks for listening, Ben. You're fucking wasting our time, Ben. Fucking turn it off. Only if you've already done a review. What's he, what's he going to write? Well, hopefully something. Oh, fuck, I give it five koalas. No, because what if you, you turn to fuck off and made him sad? What, so he'll give us three koalas? Maybe he'll go out and murder. 
It's not legal, Ben, by the way. Yeah, well, who knows? So wait, someone just asked for a shout-out? Yeah. On this podcast? Yeah. We just gave it to them? Yeah. And how do you feel about that? I think it's nice. I think you are too in awe of the fact that someone asked for a shout-out. No, I'm not. I think you need to be more selective with what you do. Um, I'm sorry. I I am used to the lifestyle that my fame offers, okay? I'm okay. ready for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am a star of a marble film. And, of course, my Star World film, mm, filming mm. very shortly. Yeah. Well, I finished the marble one now, so I'm... Great. Yeah. Great, great, great. You Did got it my in script? a day. Pardon? Did it in a day. Did you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, Star World will take a bit longer, Chewbacco. But, okay. Um, yeah, enough. we're looking great. Fair enough. What have you been up to? Bits and Bobs, film a marble movie. Mm-hmm. Going to the premiere tomorrow. Where is so it? talk about that. It's in just, like, a guy's basement. It's the director's basement. So I'm looking forward to Who directed that. it? Sorry. Uh, his name's uh, Liebwitz, but I don't know his I don't know his last name. Liebwitz. 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 And we actually filmed it in his house just in that one day. And it was a Marvel film. Marble film. Okay. A Marble. Because before you were saying you got a role in a Marvel film. Yes, I at the time I believed I was cast in a film called The Eternals, which is a Marvel film. But then on closer inspection, the film was called The Internals, and it's a Marbles film. Okay. Uh, and it was all done in one day in a house. And it was me and um, Keel from Brad and Keel. Okay. How's he doing? Very sad. Him and Brad have broken up. Yeah. Like, because they've, they've had one of those classic podcast split ups. Yeah, yeah. And then Keel's family have also abandoned him because of whatever, I don't know, some work issue. I don't know what it was. That's some bullshit. Yeah, but he said on set that it was kind of fine. But Well, say hi when you see him at the premiere tomorrow. Yeah, I'll let you know how it goes. At the Marble film. But you still got to like dress up in latex and like be physical and all those all the kind of superhero stuff you wanted to be, yeah. There was well, this is the thing. I think a lot of the costumes were green screen. Should I just describe the film? Sure. Uh, in a classic feature that we'll adapt, call Elliot was in a movie. Fucking hell! Curtain rises. It's in a barely furnished house. Me and Keel enter, wearing what I assume will become CGI costumes, but at the time was nothing at all. Because mm-hmm. I thought I'd be wearing, like, green spandex, mm. but it was nothing. And like, were... a, like the Green Lantern? Yeah, and I was like, are you going to stick something on me? And they were like, yeah, we're going to stick a lot of things on you, I think is what they said. And um, Where is Leibitz from, by the way? Uh, Russia, I believe. I couldn't quite tell. He was, he was like, welcome to the shit. Uh, you will uh, go here. You will go here. You will be top. You will be butt, and uh, you do the you do the thing. You could do the bang bang, the boom boom, and uh, and then uh, we we take you out and we get the next right? And I said, okay, leave it. And it was like bang bang boom boom. That means like explosions and shit. You know, all the yeah, classic, yeah, yeah. All the classic Marvel stuff is what you think it would be. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how that's gonna go. But anyway, yeah, we did the thing. Uh, we had a couple of lines. It was something about. I think he was playing my father, yeah. but we were kind of, I think he's only kind of two or three years older than me anyway. Uh, he was doing it through tears because of all the drama we talked about before, and then we yeah, fucked, yeah, yeah. and then that was about it, I think. Well, I can't wait to see this film. When's it coming out in cinemas, do you know? It, I, it might be a Netflix thing. Yeah. Because he said something about it being online. It's going to be on the webs, on the webs. Yeah, yeah, is that what he on said, the, on the webs? On the, old, uh, on the hubs. I said, okay, okay, fine. Uh, but yeah, we'll have to wait and wait and wait and see. I guess. Great. Yeah. Well, you you've been in that film, Marbles the Internals. Marbles the Internals. Yep. And you've been to Cowboy School. And I've been to Cowboy School, baby. 
Behemi, no, that's not right. Did you get low marks? I did Be really honest, well. Did I was top of my, I was top of my class. Were you? Yeah. You yellow-bellied bullseye. You yellow-bellied bullseye. That doesn't sound like a cowboy insult. Yeah. Huh? This weird. So do you, you did you have did you have to ride a lot of horses and stuff? I only rode one horse. Yeah. Meant to make a bond with your horse. Uh-huh. Mine was called Shadowfire. And uh, we went on many adventures together. We jumped a gorge. Yeah. We jumped an inn. You jumped an inn? We jumped an inn. Okay. We jumped a lady. Yeah. And I jumped over the moon. No way. Yeah. But but that that's what we call the town drunk. He's called the moon. He's just like a big guy. He doesn't wear trousers. So you call him the moon? He's got like a really sad backstory. Oh. And uh, actually, I think he's, I think he's in, in need of... A mental health professional, but none were available back in cowboy days. So we just leave him there on the ground to jump over him. And where did you do this school? Uh, it's in Milton Keynes, modern grid town, uh, for those who are living out of the UK. Modern, sorry, that's how you define modern, a modern grid town. Yeah, it's still set in grid, isn't it? Like Yeehaw, modern grid town. Well, no, I, obviously the the cowboy. Bit oh, wasn't... look me, I'm Elliot Fallows, cowboy. That's very racist. I'm in one of these modern grid towns. Well, Looky here with your Subway sandwiches and your CEX. Is that what you like? Well, I do reckon, <laughs> sir, that you're asking for a, a, a whipping. Ugh. <sighs> Anyway, cowboy school, good for you. Thanks. Top yeah. of my class. Yeah. Or class, as we call it. <laughs> Fuck it, Al. <laughs> what? That was great. Oh, so you've been to cowboy school. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll never show you the actual persona. That's the point. I'm aware that I'm not exuding cowboy. Yeah, you're not exuding cowboy. Because it's not the time right now. No, it's not the time. All right. But you could you could lasso, lasso me if you wanted to. I could if I wanted to. You could. Right now, you've, I've, you're not giving me a reason to. Okay. You don't just lasso anything. No, of course. Or anyone. What, what, why would you lasso someone? Oh, if they're robbing a bank, if they're stealing a lady, if they're trying to jump on a train, if, if they're, they're sorry, a if cow. They're tr- sorry, let me, let me just... If they're trying to jump on a train. Yes. So people trying to board trains... Need to be lassoed. Always pay for your ticket. It's a type of theft. I know it's extortionate. But I know they know- often don't check, <laughs> but you still gotta pay your ticket places. How partners? How do you know that they haven't got the? How do you know they haven't got a ticket? Oh, you're just, well, you're just a man stood at a train station lassoing random commuters. God, I, I've got it all going on. You've got it all going. On. Film star, cowboy, podcast producer. <laughs> Podcast host. End of list. I think you'd be a terrible sheriff of a town. Give me a fucking excuse to finally have a mustache. Why why you said this for a mustache? I'd love a mustache. Why don't you just grow one? You've got a lovely head of hair there. Why don't you grow a little mustache? People would bully me. Who's going to bully you? You know, anti-mustache folk. Anti-mustache folk? I feel like I'd look like a paedophile with a moustache. You look like a paedophile without one. Okay. Do you think that's weird that paedophile has a look? And do you think it's right that we have this conversation on a Bible podcast? I think it's about time something related to the Bible discussed the paedophiles. Yeah, the classic paedophile look is what? Thin gold-rimmed glasses that are quite big, Mm -hmm. thinning hair on top, Mm -hmm. a moustache, weirdly can be thin or fat, but... That vibe mm. is a paedophile. Do you think so? Yes. I would say that some, I, you know, the, the thing is, there is no set look. You just have to look at patterns. Like, what are they saying? How do they live their life? Mm. Like, where do they hang out? Like, where do you hang out? 
The what? school. I don't know. You know I don't... Who hangs out? Oh, where this person hangs out. Yeah, let's say a hypothetical person who hangs outside her school. Yep. Like all the time, like all their days. Well, that's quite suspect. Wouldn't that be weird? Yeah. Imagine that. Imagine someone like if if I heard someone say like hanging outside the school playing basketball all my days. Yeah. I would go fuck. That like, that's a red light to me. Okay. You know. Yeah. And especially if inexplicably for some reason they were told. You've got to get out of Philly. You have to go to Bel Air. Oh, straight to Bel Air specifically. Well, just this is a hypothetical. Okay, okay. But like, if you were someone who was known to hang outside of school, mm-hmm. playing basketball for all your days, and then you, you you packed up and started a new life elsewhere, you just suddenly that's very suspect. Up. That's, that's a dodgy. bit like, oh fuck, is that? You that's know, like why has that happened? Yeah, because you never know what sort of shit they're saying. You know, they never know what sort of fucking. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe they're going up to kids, going like, yeah, kids. Yeah. It's me, your friend. Let me give you seven pounds if you want to fucking come in my van. Oh, seven pounds? Yeah, like that. Yeah, You'd like, give him seven pounds. Like, to... As in money? Yeah. Like, hey, man, do you want to give me seven pounds? Yeah. What's he wearing? I don't know. Well, or... I guess I guess if he wanted to be hidden, he'd be like, he'd be like a man in like, he'd be black. like a man, in, man black. in black. Yeah, yeah. 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 Revealing his hat. He'd be like, oh, Hancock. Put my hand Put on my Hancock. Hancock, yeah. okay. And so what kind of person is he after? Is he after, like, good boys or, like, bad boys? He's a bad, bad boy. Oh, like, he bad, say, he's he bad say, boys. Like, we're bad boys. Oh, so they're bad boys, too? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're bad boys, too. So this person's a paedophile? Or is it just, like, a hypothetical? He's not no one you know. He's an enemy of the state. <laughs> okay, all right. I mean, look, if he's out there doing all this stuff, he's an enemy of the state. And it's in America. Well, this is all hypothetical. I don't know. Okay. What would you say? He's well, outside I, playing basketball well, for all yeah. his days. Well, I mean, he's dressed in black. Well, it's a crazy place over there, anyway. It's, it's it's the fucking wild, wild west. It's a wild west out there. Are you kidding me? Wiki wow. Wiki wow. Are you serious? Yeah. I mean, I would hate to be a lad in that sort of company. You're either going to get seven pounds mm. or you're going to get concussion. Our lead get from it. <laughs> <laughs> Our lead get from it is sexual satisfaction, probably. <laughs> Nothing, nothing fun. There's no love there. I mean, this is look. I don't. Th- I think you're fine. Okay, that's all I'm saying. You think, you, I'm, you think I'm fine? I think you're. You know. Yeah. I think you can look anywhere you want because you don't have a suspicious thing, man. You know. Well, I, I row, but <laughs> I wouldn't say when I'm in a boat. I'm thinking, you know, about paedophiles. But next time I row, I might think about that. But that's because, but that's the, if there aren't any shark tails around to scare me while I'm in my boat. No, of course. Yeah. Because, but these guys, these fucking, these molesters who, by the way, will brag about spending all their time yeah. outside. That's what they brag about. Well, they they're, not in a, like... they're not in a pursuit yeah. of a normal life. They're just in a pursuit of happiness. And they're just walking around saying like, oh, I am legend for being such a paedophile. Bright. I know. And no one will remember them after Earth is gone. <laughs> yeah. 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 They're never going to get hitched. No. Anyway, we should get on with the show. We've got to talk about the Bible a little bit. Got a few more things to go into. Suicide. Um, Executive Pooch on Cobra Kai. On with the show. Yeah, I spoke to the Bible Corp lawyer 
Um, Which one? Uh, Smith. All oh, right, yeah. Uh, and he said it's absolutely fine because we didn't say anyone's name. All right. So. Will Smith let me know that? Uh, he might do if he's got your email. All right. But he's a bit fresh with me, so I can't really tell. All right. So then, listener. <laughs> and we're down to one. Josiah, you're still there. Josiah, thank we've you missed for, you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being here. This episode is a little bit different. So we're doing two books, as we occasionally do. We're doing mm-hmm. Isaiah and Jeremiah. But the way we'll be telling them is we're just going to do them at the same time because mm. the stories happen concurrently and are very similar. It's happening during the same time period. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to... What's that film? Is it Rashomon? Is it like that? Rashomon. Rashomon? Yeah. It's like the same It's the same day from all the different Yeah, like, got to catch them all, like all the little monsters. <laughs> that is... Okay. Welcome to the show. Yeah, um, welcome to the show. Um, by the way, just quick uh, thank you for all the nice reviews we've got. One of them I found perplexing. You think it's a joke. I'm not sure it is. But we've had absolutely lovely ones. But one of them I'm pretty sure is... Do you want to... Can I just read it out quickly? Absolutely. I think sh- we should have it in our minds. Have you got it there? Uh, yeah, I'll, have it. I'll probably get it quickly. Okay. Someone who... So, they were excellent mm-hmm. um, on Wednesday. Please do more. Highly recommend this podcast for people who enjoy reading the Bible, wish to learn more about the love of God, or gain a greater understanding of Christianity. That is our only aim on this podcast. Absolutely, even though we never talk about the religion. Never. Please note, this podcast can, at times, be quite heavy going. So I wouldn't suggest this to anyone looking to have a laugh. Uh, <laughs> that must be a joke, right? Well, no, I, I think maybe it's true. We talk about some heavy, hard-hitting issues sometimes. It's only ever as heavy as the Bible is. We try and keep it light. Yeah. You know, with, with fun, a couple of fun chaps. We're just having a good old laughy laugh, and we're learning things along the way. Let's um, let's keep this one light, yeah? Okay. Okay. Well, the book of, of Isaiah light, and the book of... Lighter, just a bit lighter. Oh, well, the book of Isaiah and the no, book of... No, 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 lighter, lighter. All right, all right. Uh, uh, okay, uh, how about I do like a, a new intro? Okay. And then you but keep really it light. keep it light. Keep it light, like. Ah, the Book of Isaiah and the Book of Jeremiah. Oh, baby, baby, what a fun time this is going to be, guys! Yes, yes let's yes, all yes. get on the carousel of truth. And these these two books are about the destruction of Jerusalem. <laughs> oh my God! I've just realised. Do you know who we need to bring back? I know the ultimate people who'd be brilliant at doing this, actually, keeping it as light as they can. Wonderful. And actually, this is something we need to clarify, because we've been getting those names wrong as well. Who? In the last time we did Whiz Bang and the Kid. Oh, fuck. Is that who you're talking about? Yeah. All right. Sorry, I was talking about someone else. (laughs) (laughs) Last time we did Whiz Bang and the Kid, we kept getting the names wrong, and we kept calling them Whiz Kid and the Bang. Yeah. So I'm just going to say right now, on record, my official DJ name is The Whiz. Okay? The Whiz? Yeah. Oh, well, who am I then? Kid Bang. <laughs> Kid Bang and the Wiz. Kid Bang and the Wiz. Okay, you wanted it light? Well, here we go. Let's go. Kid Bang and the Wiz. That's right. It's Kid Bang and the Wiz. I'm Kid Bang. And I'm the Wiz. And today we're going to take you through the books of Isaiah and Jeremiah. <laughs> Isaiah and Jeremiah. Before we do that, we're going to go to the phone. Who we got on the line one? Oh, hello, it's Vera. Hello, Vera. You're talking to 
kid bang. Oh, hello, kid bang. I'm actually ever so excited about the book of Isaiah. It's my favourite one as a child. It absolutely is my favourite one as an adult. Which is what <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, have you been hanging out in Berkshire this weekend? I certainly have. I've been round the park and I've been round the park. Well, make sure you go to Flamos because it's two for one on chicken wings. I like a Flamos. You love Flamos. We're a fan, me men. Okay. All me men attend to me. Let's keep it light. We are in the daytime. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's right. So, the Book of Isaiah is a fucking long book. Miserable. Miserable stuff. Super miserable. It starts with a warning, doesn't it, Wiz? It certainly does, Kid Bang. With this guy called Isaiah. Isaiah is a prophet. And he has a dream. I, I, I have a dream. Which is interesting because Martin Luther King actually took some of this book for his big famous speech. That one day every valley shall be exalted. Ding, 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 ding. Plagiarism alert. F*** now. Just, wait, Sean, as an aside, could you pull, pull your side for a minute? Yeah. Okay, um, yep. just like, I'm exhausted. This yeah, is this is really, exhausting. this is I've so tiring. I've never been this happy in my life. Never been this happy? No, can we just turn it down? Yeah, I know, it doesn't really suit us, does it? No. Okay, we just need to win this episode of Wiz... Kid Bang, ba- Kid Bang and the Wiz, you're Kid, kid Bang. Kid Bang? Yeah. I, also, can I just ask, I don't mm. think that was ever my name. It was. Kid Bang. Yeah, because you always got it jumbled up, didn't you? You knew it was some of these words all together, and you just... It was I'm pretty sure bang. it was Bang Kid. Well, I mean, that's up to you. All right. Bang, 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 bang Kid and the Wiz. Well, as always, I'm Bang Kid. And the Wiz. Passing it back to the guys on the outside of the book, Sean and Elliot. Guys, we still live inside the bar. We're really getting lonely in here. Oh, okay, I can't well, do we that. Haven't, we haven't. Um, can't do that anymore. We haven't checked in with those guys in a while, actually, have we? No. The guys that live in our butts. Well, they seem all right. Well, uh, the, the show's still going. Yeah. And they seem to have a lot of fans in Berkshire. Yes. Oh, anyway. So, Isaiah is living in Jerusalem. S- someone's butt. Sorry, Jerusalem. He's living in Jerusalem. God's butt. <laughs> We don't know, it's not. He's living in Jerusalem. If God is everywhere, then technically Jerusalem is in his butt. Exactly. And this is taking place uh, slightly before the stories we read before. So you may remember from previous episodes, I think the, I think the King's episode, mm-hmm. where the Israelites were taken out of Jerusalem and exiled to Babylon. Would and they were cons- held as prisoners there. And they have actually since returned as well. But now we're going back to before that happened again. Do you think this is the original prequel? It might be, uh, yeah. because it's not very interesting, just like all prequels. You don't like prequels? Prequels universally are terrible. That can't be true, It absolutely it? is true. There's no good prequel. There's no good prequel. There's no says good Elliot prequel. Fallows. Yep. None? Prequels are always about, like, fan service and ticking a box and going, well, this has to happen, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well? It's always rubbish. It's a prequel. It is. It's set slightly before the exile of the Jerusalem's to Babylon... With younger actors. Certainly. and <laughs> Maybe done in a more action-oriented way. Yeah. It's kind of not really worth it for, you know, what it is. So it starts off with this bloke, Isaiah. Mm-hmm. And he is, I would say, a fucking buzzkill. How would you define him? Uh, I'd absolutely call him that as well. Yeah, yeah, People yeah. are living their lives, doing what they want to do, sitting to high heaven. Yeah. And he's like, oh, Jerusalem's going to be destroyed. Well, that's his main thing. That's the yeah. main thing, is he... 
moans mm-hmm. that all of Israel is shit. Yes. And that everyone's lost their way mm-hmm. and that God's going to destroy... Everything's going to get destroyed. He dreams about fire and burning. Yes. And how that was going to destroy and topple Jerusalem as the... Because at the time it was like the big kingdom that everybody... It was like the main city. Isaiah accuses all the city leaders of rebellion and injustice and all those things. Mm-hmm. Things that they probably are aware of because they've been vaguely accused of that for the whole time. Forever and ever. Forever and ever. He says that God will send nations to conquer Israel. Mm-hmm. Referencing uh, Assyria and Babylon. It's also, the idea is it's meant to be a story of hope. But I don't know, is that much of a story of hope? He basically says you're all going to die, but in the end it's going to purify you. Yes. So that kind of comes into play later on. Uh, and at this point, I think we should jump over to another main character, Jeremiah who is having a very similar moment where he's writing about all the injustice in the world and what people are doing. And mm-hmm. now it's going to lead to the f- fall of Israel as well, mm-hmm. the fall of, of Jerusalem. And uh, the way he describes it is like being having an affair, like you're cheating on God mm. and you're fucking behind his back because of all the like idols that people are worshipping and the statues and the false kings of other country, of other like um, cities and stuff. Yeah. It's weird that. I don't know... I mean, cheating on God? Would you cheat on God? I think that you have to believe in something to cheat on it. Mm. Or maybe you don't. Maybe that's the point. Mm. Maybe I'm currently cheating on God. You know, if he wasn't playing away all the time, maybe if he came over and loved me a little bit more, I wouldn't be cheating on him. Yeah, exactly. That's how it happens with God. Maybe it's partly your fault. Yeah. Maybe maybe God is deliberately pushing them away, though. Yeah. maybe. Maybe God's going... Oh, I didn't have the confidence to say no to you, but now I want you to cheat. Yeah, and now all these Israelites are going out and literally sacrificing children. Mm. And that's one of the things that's happening. Yeah. Because it's something that they, you know, other Keep. other societies were doing and that Keep they picked it light. up on it. Keep yeah. it light. Yeah. yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Keep it light. And by sacrificing children, I mean killing them. <sighs> You'd be a great Blue Peter presenter. Do you think I would? Yeah. You'd be the cheeky one. They're all cheeky. I think I'd be the cheeky one who's doing all the cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) Who's secretly doing all the cocaine, everyone knows, but they don't mind because I'm the mum's favourite. Richard Bacon. Uh, Maybe. Yeah. Jamie Theakston. Had any run-ins with him recently? Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, Isaiah, chapter 11, verse 1. And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. Yes. What's your opinion on that? Well, this is... (laughs) That sounds like something you'd pick up on. I didn't. Well, I didn't pick up on it. I just read the text. I read the the scripture. A lot of talk in my version mm-hmm. uh, about how the nations will cut down the tree of that is Israel. Yes. So the metaphor is that it's a tree. Mm-hmm. So basically, Isaiah goes into King. Is it Ahaz? Ahaz. Yeah. Who is a descendant of David, mm-hmm. and his vision that he's had this dream. Yeah. Uh, he says to Ahaz, Israel's going to get cut down it's a lot of tree imagery plant imagery Mm -hmm. which is very important i think for what he's for you know foreshadowing because he says the tree that is israel is going to get cut down metaphorically but the stump will remain Mm -hmm. and god's gift will be to grow something will shoot off a seed Uh a link between ahaz david all the things we've seen before, there'll be a new thing. They call him Emmanuel. Okay. But he will be from the seed of the previous leaders. So it's the Messianic king. The Messianic king is, is, is from the, the seed. The seed that will grow, and it is a seed from 
the old leaders. It shoots out of the stump. It shoots out of the stump. Okay. And it's a seed from the old leaders. Okay. So I'm reading between the lines here, Elliot, and I admit that. Okay. But I wonder... Do I have to put my hand on your throat to stop you from doing this? I'm not, I'm not saying anything, and I'm certainly not loyal to this as an idea. Okay. But given how we know that food is made in this world... Come, bread. Given how we know that... You know, I mean, it says it there. Seed. And it, it's, it feels like this king has been foreshadowed. Uh-huh. This new character, whoever it is... Uh-huh. I think Emmanuel may be some sort of cum king. Uh-huh. That's cool, and I respect your ideas and beliefs. You're shaking. I respect I I I I respect what you've what you've done here for yeah. the for the show for the show of, of it, 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 in which in which in which in which in which in which we are we are we are we are partners of it and your your contribution there is <laughs> is is uh, is is worthy of my my admiration. Not, look, listen, Elliot. I know <laughs> that you're unhappy, but I'm just taking the text as I as I see it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah fine. Assyria yeah. will cool. chop Israel down. Uh-huh. That's what it says. Fine. God will send a new king, Emmanuel. <clears throat> this yes. is the guy. No, yeah, no. I heard it the first. Isaiah the first says time. this new king will be a small yes. shoot. Yes, you're doing the joke. You do. That's the seed fine. That co- I'm just saying it. Uh huh. That will grow from David's family. Okay. And what seed could come from David? I have two degrees. You have two degrees? Carry on. You have six degrees of separation? Anyway, listeners, if you think that it's a cum king, you don't have to agree with us. My opinion, maybe a cum king. We don't know. As far as I, we don't even know if this Emmanuel guy is even going to show up, okay? Some pretty far-fetched ideas about him coming up later on. That's just my theory. Do you want to take over, Elliot? It means he'd be a new hope. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that the empire of Jerusalem could strike back into the glory of of what it was. Oh, good you know. Grief. That was clunky. <laughs> All right. So then you can have the return of the of the what? Jew. Jew die. Jew die. Well, I tried. Uh, <laughs> That's all you can say about this podcast. We tried. And, Five stars, please. And I'm just going to warn you now, not the only Star Wars reference I'm going to drop during oh, uh, dear, this dear, bit. Dear, dear. So Isaiah is speaking to the king, and the king is thinking of making a deal with the leader of Babylon. Mm-hmm. And Isaiah Do saying, you think, by the way, just while I'm there, if it's a cum king, mm-hmm. I imagine it'll be quite a worthy seaman. Carry on. <clears throat> Zaya, Isaiah is mm-hmm. speaking to uh, Has, or the king at the time at least, yep. who uh, wants to make a deal with the king of Babylon. Yes. And Isaiah is saying, don't do that. They're our enemies. They're going to smite us one day. Yes. And the king says, fuck off, Isaiah, you mental. Because he's just this like crazy old man who runs up and down the street screaming about how the world's going to end. It's the kind of person we all ignore now. Yeah. Uh, and obviously then what happens is, 100 years later, the Babylonians do take over. And it's partly because the king became so pally with the evil people. Mm-hmm. And their bad society ran into Jerusalem. Uh, Babylon is actually far more destructive and arrogant than Israel. That's yes. It ends up happening. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and that 
that kind of like seeps into into Jerusalem streets. Yeah, and then Isaiah lists multiple neighbors and predicts all of their downfalls. Yeah, like Egypt and Damascus and Tyre. I mean, he really is. Yeah, even those. Um... He's almost like one of those. Um, he's like he's a bit like. Uh, uh, he's like one of those climate change people. It's like I get it. We're all cunts. Just leave it out. Yeah, it's like it's too late now. It's like, like, just let us get on with it. We're already doing it. We're already doing it. Yeah, whatever okay? it is, killing children or whatever. Do you think that maybe that's where the Green Party and like I wrote, you know, killing children would help the environment? Well, it would help the environment. Yeah, carry on. Do you think a sort of a new king, like a cum king, would help with the climate change debate? I think it's a sticky situation. Oh. Like, yeah. What, am I not allowed to join in? Well, are we going to fucking ruin this, are we? And I'm not allowed to join in with it? Is your cum sticky? This is why I don't like it. It's because it's an exclusive club I'm not a part of. All right? I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to. Anyway, Isaiah accuses Jerusalem's leaders of turning to Egypt then for mm-hmm. military protection against Assyria. What an accusation to level at some point. Oh, no. What a, ho- <laughs> what a horrible... Oh, no. They want help from someone. Oh, like, how dare you? you should, and they said, you should... W- w- the only help you need is by showing repentance to God. Yeah. Yeah. Isaiah's just too patriotic, isn't it? That's what's happening here. Yeah. I mean, that's the problem. Isaiah, to me, seems a bit like Farage. Just going around, talking about how everything's shit. Mm. Everything's going to go to shit. And everyone, everyone should just love where they're from. He's not offering any solutions. No. No. He's only saying this is all a problem and it's because we're mixing with other people. He's one of my f- least favourite that we've had. As a main character, he is, he is weak. Because I just don't... Yeah. Even if he's right, I don't, I don't care. Like, you think about some of the great characters we've had. You're yeah. Moses. You're Aaron's. Yeah. You're God's. Yeah. You're Noah's. You're Noah's. Yeah. Like some of these great figures that you go, wow, we can get where they're coming from. Mm. But this guy, I got no idea where this guy's coming from. Fuck. Oh. What are you talking about? <laughs> so, it is weird to me that these are two books, Isaiah and Jeremiah. Yeah. A little bit. Because it's basically the same thing. They should have had a team up, or just only had one of them. Because Isaiah is basically working on his own. And predicting all this stuff and dreaming it up. Mm. And Jeremiah's got like a team of worker bees working with him, doesn't he? Like, yeah. he's got like interns who write everything down for him. So he's like lounging on a chair saying, everyone's killing kids. And then little Billy in the corner has to type it all out. <laughs> I think it's break. time for us to have a little break. Let's have a little break, touch our wieners, and I'll come back to you in a minute. Sorry, what was that? Yeah, all right. We know it's not like a super focused discussion on the story, but it's because there isn't really one. That's the idea. It's just two crazy characters predicting something we know already happens. Yeah. But that's kind but of the point. Then what's in the book? Yeah. Hmm? But then what's in the book? Hey, parallels. We're a literature um, podcast. <laughs> I think it's weird, like, a guy going around and just predicting stuff. Yeah. I think people would take him seriously if he didn't predict stuff that was really sad that was going to happen in, like... You know, a hundred years. So, what do you think he should be predicting? I think he should have been like, like you know, like Groundhog Day. Like you can convince people. Oh yeah. You can just go on the street and just go, yeah. You don't believe me? That woman's about to fall over, and then she falls over. They go, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Like maybe he could have done it with smaller things, and then yeah, built. Up then everyone would have listened up. to him. Yeah, absolutely. But that's the point, isn't it? Like, I guess the point of the book is the only way to save these people is for them to be destroyed and then for some reason this guy has to guess it first like there's no point to it yeah, well. so yeah so what happens then is Isaiah 
after predicting all this stuff, dies. He yeah. dies. Yeah, didn't see that coming, did you? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, he dies, and it's suggested. Actually, here's a fun fact. We, can we do this in the? Can we do this as the whiz? Because it's a bit dark. All right, we'll do this as the whiz, right. guys. We're going back inside my butt for kid bang and the whiz. Bang kid. Bang, 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 kid and the Wiz. Oh, righty, baby. That was Ricky Martin. Shake your bonbon. I've been shaking my bonbons all night. What about you, Wiz? I've been shaking it all night long. Yeah, I'll be shaking them at Flamos tonight. It's three for one chicken wings. They bumped it by one. Damn tootin', Damn tootin'. Have you just been to cowboy school? Yeehaw it. I wish I knew how to quit with you. Oh, baby. Okay, so now we are, of course, discussing the death of Isaiah. We certainly are, but before that, we've got to go over the traffic news with our very own Cheryl Bagoo. Oh, hi. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of backlog in the butt. I think Sean's been eating a lot of curry. I'd say take the inner sphincter. Don't go to the outer sphincter. There's a lot of backlog. Emphasis on logs. Back to you, kid. That's right. Stay off the A40 poo. And we return now to the discussion about Isaiah and his death. Oh, how did he die? Oh, he was cut in half. <laughs> he was literally cut in half. Yeah. Yay! Okay, cut in half. Hopefully that'll never happen to us. <laughs> yeah, he was cut in half. He was straight up cut, cut in half. Cut in half? Yeah. What do you reckon? Uh, vertical? Oh, upsies and downsies or lefties and righties? <laughs> no. I no, think... no, no. You cannot you cannot say that about a man that's been cut in half. Oh. Upsies and downsies or lefties and righties? Yeah. Okay. Well, wait. So, wait. What did Solomon do with that baby? He didn't do it, did he? He didn't do it. Because he's a pussy. <laughs> Get out, we've got hardcore. Uh, I think if I were to cut a man in half, I'd do it lefties and righties. Darth Maul style. Yeah, I'd do it just above the hip. Above the what, sorry? Above the hip. Oh, okay. Yeah. Have you ever said that word before? What, hip? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because I'm hip and call the A. Will you pronounce just uh, another word for me? Catnip. Catnip. Okay. And parsnip? Parsnip. And dip? Dip. Okay, so it's a syllable thing. All right, that's good to know. <laughs> so Isaiah <laughs> dies. Dead. Dead. Don't know if you've ever been cut in half, listeners, but you're, <laughs> you're going to die. You're dead. You're dead. Um, and that that is a fact that comes up just later in the Bible. It's not really in the Isaiah book, mm. but it's just a fun fact. He was cut in half. Fun fact, everyone dies. He was cut in half. Yeah. So then the Israelites, as we've discussed before, are taken out of Jerusalem and exiled to Babylon, as, as we've discussed and covered before. We've and covered it before. Unfortunately, listener, we're going to have to cover again in another book. <laughs> yeah, it's really... Fuck it I mean, hell. they really hammer it home how exiled these guys are. Given that, it, the story... Given that we already know that they come back. And the story started with them in exile. It's so frustrating. They were in exile in Egypt when we started this whole fucking shebang. Yeah. It's like, it's like my least favourite convention in films and TV shows. What is the exile of, of the Israelites? <laughs> no, it's the thing where, you know, when a film or a TV show starts and it's like, we're in prison and you're covered in red paint and I've got like a black eye. Yeah. And he goes like, oh, how did it come to this? And then it goes like 20 days earlier or something. That's and your then, least favorite. And then the film is like telling the story of how it happens. If a film starts with 
the start of Act Three or whatever. Yeah, hate it. I hate that convention. I think it's crap. I think it's lazy. And I think the Bible is slamming that down my throat so many times in these few books because they're going, oh, it's exiled and they come back. But how did that happen? And now we have to go and take a detailed view of it. But we've already done it. We've already had the exciting bit. Do you know what my least favourite thing is in in films and TV shows? And I might have told you this already. Uh, It's when people are trying to guess someone's password on their computer. Oh yeah, you know, so, it's, of mine. so it's related to a picture so next to they, the computer. They, go like they, they try like they work for a company, so they try Coca Cola, and it goes access denied. Yeah, and then you go oh, Diet Coke access tonight, and then they th- they go what could it possibly be? And then they see like a, f- I don't, a fucking picture of of some Gandhi. Yeah, <laughs> and then they go um, peaceful resistance. And go, Enter. That's my least favourite. It's absolutely fucking ridiculous. I love all that. So yes, Isaiah dies, everyone's exiled, and then they basically learn that he was telling the truth after he died. He never got to see that what was happening was true. Yes, well, good for him. But then, his force ghost appears. No. Is what I think has happened Well, here. look, this is, this is the thing that we don't know the truth of. It's time travel. It's like, what, 200 years is it in the future? Yes, yeah, so after he say? dies, his spirit returns. Yeah. And continues to talk about what will happen next. It's to do with the positive. The idea is he talked a lot about the condemnation yeah. of Jerusalem and Israel, but also talked about the hope of the future. Once it's destroyed, it can come back and be stronger than ever. Yes. So now he has returned to, to do the positive bit. Yes. And it's to talk about this stump with the shoots and the... The come king. Sure. And about how... That's where we get the phrase kingdom come. Oh my God, that is it. Um, please stay with us so that's what happens so he comes back as a ghost and says everything's going to be fine someone will appear in the future from God they'll be born yeah they'll be here to save you they'll be condemned and beaten and killed but then that's this Emmanuel guy this this Emmanuel potential come king but it seems a bit ridiculous what so he's just going to die and then come back he's going to die and he's going to come back and he's going to save everyone somehow Uh, I've never heard of anything so ridiculous other than in the film E.T. and earlier in this in the Holy Bible oh yeah where the exact same thing happened true 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 true, true. yeah yeah well you know what I I feel like at this stage in the Old Testament Mm. it really is like season 8 of Dexter it's ready for something to end isn't it it's re- it's all gonna go we're it's, a couple we've of gotta books. just cut it cut it loose start again yeah we're a couple of books away from the old testament uh which as far as i know is the end of the bible but who knows who knows what happens on the next page you know <laughs> yeah so jeremiah basically just does the same thing he lives slightly longer sees the destruction and the exile and the return mm. and then sees that the israelites are whinging and complaining as they are fucking known to. What a surprise. Probably quite rightly, because they were exiled by God, by their enemies. Yeah. And then their enemies are all destroyed anyway. So God uses the Babylonians to teach the Israelites a lesson. And then because the Babylonians did something wrong, he also destroys them. That's the and it's like, That's it's the like dumbest you bit. Are, it's, it's like going back to proper old, old God in the Old Testament, yeah. like the flood time, where we used to talk about how off is nut, he absolutely is. Well, it, it, and this is God being hot and cold, like nobody's business. It's like we, I think, have forgotten the true nutcase of the story is always God. Always. It's like God has been in the background this whole time, yeah. but he's back. Yeah. He's back with a vengeance. Yeah. I'm going to send in the Babylonians, 
and then I'm going to punish them for doing the exact same, the exact thing I asked them to do. If, it's ridiculous. If if there was a man in your so we were talking about this on um, I, I was on a different podcast. We were talking about this on sorry what we, we were talking about this on Why Is Harriet Crying? Right. What podcast is that? Why Is Harriet Crying with Harriet Kemsley and Sunita Patel and occasionally me? Don't I've never heard it? of I've never heard of it. Hey, it's great. It's called Cross Promotion Synergy. Do you ever promote this one on there? Always. Do you? Yeah. Because I listen to it. Yeah, and I talk about I talk about you on it. Yeah, you talk. You insult. They insult me on it. They insult me every episode of that show. They insult me. So what we say in that show is so uh, they insult me in every episode. Can I just say this to the listeners? Don't listen to that show because they insult me every episode. Stupid bumhead. We Why were... do they insult me on that show so much? By the way, can you just ask? I don't know. They're your friends. I don't what? make them do it. I'm I love I'm lovely to you. But you're the producer. Surely you can go no less of that. No. Go. He's the he's the people's it's princess. The, it's the vibe of the show. I can't really take that away. He's from the me. people's princess. Say that to them next time. Say next time. Say he's the people's princess. He's the people's Please princess. Please stop saying that about the people's and princess. And I ne- what? And I never explain that to that. To them. <laughs> I think that would be great. Now that would be fun. All right. Here's an Easter egg. In a future episode of Why Is Eric Crying, I'm going to say he's the people's princess. <laughs> no, no. Next ne- time Sean gets a mention, I'm going to drop it in. No, say leave him alone. <laughs> he's the people's princess. Leave say him alone. The he's one. the people's princess. Okay, that's those my, exact words. That's my secret mission for that show. Okay. Okay. See you over there, guys. All right. Or her. Okay. So. In that show, in How Wise Are Crying, we were talking about how different towns have the famous, quotation marks, kooky person that they're known for. Mm-hmm. So in Norwich, we had the bag lady who was a woman who had a trolley mm-hmm. and it was just filled with what seemed to be empty plastic bags and she carried them around everywhere. And there was also a puppet man who might be dead now uh, who had a puppet and just used to shake it around and he didn't mm-hmm. like use the puppet, he would just shake it. And he's just down the street corner shaking his puppet around. Mm. Harriet said she saw a man on a mobility scooter carrying oh, a, a snake. snake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the other day in Waterloo, I saw a man with a parrot on his shoulder just walking around the same building over and over again. That's cute. If you explain those to people to me, I wouldn't be like, oh, they're just working in mysterious ways. I'd just say, I'd just say those people were in need of some kind of assistance, some kind of help, some kind mm. of professional help. So if you said you think a... owning a parrot means that you've got mental health problems, that's, that's your definition. Having an empty bag is your definition of needing mental health. Why have an empty bag when you can fill it with love? That makes me think that you need help. That you just said that, and now I'm worried about you. Don't worry about me. Why I'm... have an empty bag when you could fill it with love? I'm absolutely fine. <laughs> so, it, so if God takes the Babylonians. Gets all pally with them, tells them what to do, or like, you know, uses his magic to make them do something like that, and then fucks them up because they did it. That's like the people who kick a dog off a cliff. Like, they're weird. They're weird and they're evil. What people? Who kicks dogs off cliffs? Oh, you see it, don't you? Garfield does that. That's the only person (laughs) I know who does that. It's Garfield does it to Odie. Yeah, he's off his his crack, (laughs) he is. Garfield's off. You read Garfield and go, God, this this cat needs needs help. Oh, he's addicted to these lasagnas. He bloody loves lasagna. Why is he so rude? You know to who job? else didn't like Mondays? That person who shot off a school. Do you remember that? Keep it light. <laughs> that is so good. I'd love it if that song, you know, that song they wrote about it, Don't Like Mondays, yeah. by the Boom Boomtown Rats. Yeah. Imagine if he went, Is the song about. Um... <laughs> so the song, I presume from the lyrics, it's about the terrorist attack, about the, the person who shot off the school. No, it's about Garfield. <laughs> He has normal. He doesn't like normal. Doesn't like his cats. <laughs> he just wants to eat his lasagna on a Thursday or a Friday. He don't like Mondays. 
John wasn't taking any notice. He's, John's too busy trying to chat up the vet. He wasn't listening to what his cat was thinking. Okay, top five Garfield characters. Go. John. Yes. Big lip woman. Oh, baby. Ginger cat. Ginger cat. Cream dog. Yeah. Isn't that all the characters? Normal. Isn't that the dog? Am I drunk? (laughs) (laughs) Elliot has just eaten sugar for the first time in three weeks. I think that is affecting the variable mood of the podcast. So that's more or less it, listener. We are again back. Listener, that's it. We're done. (laughs) We've quit the podcast game. We... We see the fall and exile of Jerusalem, the destruction. And again, we told, we, again, again. We are told the hope will arrive. And we just want you to know that we know that it's fucking repetitive, all right? And we, no one knows that more than us. And we apologise, and to be honest with you, Bible Corp, I'm getting on to us about it, because I need to talk to you about this now. Oh, oh fuck. I don't want to fucking deal with them. We have to. Because they, they say our numbers are down. They say this bullshit about having to repeat the story over again. Is... It's not our fault. They want us to fucking read the Bible. No, I know, I know, I know. But there's fucking podcasts collapsing all around us, right? Brad and Keel have split up. Yeah. And their numbers, for some reason, gone up since that. Like, people are back listening to them now. Why? They're getting massive promotion from it. Yeah, because only because his wife, his wife ran off with fucking... Fucking you. Shut the fuck up. I know, but you can't... Okay, but... <clears throat> but... This is why I actually think we should talk about this. Okay. Because the next episode is Lamentations. Okay. And that is going to discuss, surprise fucking surprise, the fall of Jerusalem. God! In more detail. Why Why do people put up with this shit? Do you know what? This is... People complain about how films are all the same and all the songs are the same. We've been putting up with this shit for 2,000 years. This Bible, every fucking book is the same. All right? I know. Look, I'm going to say... Right. I know I'm fully aware in the future some big fucking stuff's going to happen. We're going to have to get through this I want to know who this cum king is. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. Okay? It's great white hope. I know. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna get, gonna get to that great climax that you're expecting. Yeah, yeah okay? of course. But first, we've got to get through Lamentations, <sighs> which is scheduled to be our season two finale. So what I think we should do, just yeah. for publicity's sake, is I think we should have a big fallout, a public fallout. It works. We'll get all the promotion. We'll be on all the, all the internet, all the newspapers. All the newspapers. We'll be in Pod Bible. They'll be like, oh. We are. Let me tell you something right now. I'll tell you, there's one place we'll never be, and that's fucking Pod Bible. Okay, fine, fine. But still, I think we should milk this for all it's worth, okay? Yeah. It'll be. We can. It'll well, be. We're never going to fall out. We're Sean and Elliot. Everyone know, knows know, that we're best buds. We've got nothing to fall out about. Well, what are we going to fall out about? We'll just fake it in the next one, all right? All right. We'll do, we'll do it. We'll fucking fake it. We'll get all the listeners, we'll get all the numbers up, and then our third season, if it's granted to us, it'll only be granted to us if people fall for it, mm-hmm. and then we we carry on and we come back better than ever, right? We what? We come back better than ever. Okay. Okay. Okay, we can all try right? it. So, what, what we're not going to fall about. Oh, but, by the way, have you got the... You've got the script for Chewbacca, by yeah, the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm looking forward to um, definitely making Great. it. Great, because my um, my the guy I've got organising all the flights says he hasn't got your flight details yet. He hasn't got he hasn't got what you want. I'll, with the I'll send it over. I'll send it over. I know it's kind of like I'm a bit of a linchpin because I'm a stardom at the minute. I'm a bit of a yeah. Just yeah, you as soon as you know when's good for you, because it's obviously it gets more expensive the later we book them. Yeah, no, I'll be on it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, we'll think of something to fall out about. Yeah, get those fucking numbers up. We've got to get these numbers up, listeners. If you're listening to this by now and you think, oh, they're just joking. We are not joking. We're not joking. We need We need. You're this. the only person who listens to this. Okay. So next episode, we're going to fall out. It's going to be real. Just forget what we just said. Forget what we said. It's going to be real fun, real yep. emotion. Yeah, 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 yeah. Real emotion. People like that. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, yeah. 
Okay, so um, uh, uh, thank you for listening, everyone. Thanks for listening. Oh, uh, next week's going to be the episode of Lamentations. That'll be fun. Very fun. It'll be fun. Let's see if there's any um, parallels to, to the story between us and the story in the this Bible. Is so seamless. This is so seamless. This is so seamless. I know, it's beautiful. Uh, so now, it's, almost, it's almost wonderful story. Really is. Disguised as something dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Anything to plug? Yes. If you are in London... Here we go. ...in uh, July, on the 13th, 14th of July, head down to the BFI, Loco Comedy Film Festival, and see my short film, The Dates, on the big screen at the BFI as part of the Loco Comedy Film Festival Intimate Details uh, uh, showcase. It's a great sketch, but it's a short, great event. Yeah, a bunch of short films. Mine's in the rom-com one, which is a dream come true for me because it's my favourite genre of anything. Your favourite genre of anything is rom-com. I love rom-coms. So to be like part of the rom-com bit for me is a massive win. I love it. Okay. So yeah, go on down to that. I'm going to go and see it one day. What's the last rom-com you watched? I'm going to see my watched? face on a big screen. Hmm? What's the last rom-com you watched? Uh, Always Be My Maybe on Netflix. Is it good? People like that one. I like that one. Yeah. Yeah. I like a classic though. I'm, I'm into these Hugh Grant ones. Really? Yeah. Have you heard of him? Yeah. Yeah. Paddington too. I'm writing a film at the moment. It's about... A world where no one has heard of Richard Curtis. And then what is it about Paul McCartney it's about writing s- Love Actually? S- someone wakes up yeah. in a world where no one has heard of Richard Curtis. Does, does they write just... Love Actually. It doesn't get made because it's shit. End of film. Hmm. I think I've figured out what we're going to fall out about. You got anything to plug? Yeah, come to my last three dates. Yes. Um, and also come to my solo shows. Because that was good comedy. Yeah, okay, that okay, was good okay. content. Yeah, fine. Give me that. Yes, that was good content. Come to my content. Nice content. Seriously though, if you live in Exeter on two, in two days, Exeter, two days after this comes out, come and see me at the Phoenix on Tuesday. On Tuesday, yes. and then on the twenty eighth, I'm in Birmingham at the Glee, and then on the thirtieth, I am doing the biggest solo show I've ever done at the South Bank. The Underbelly Festival. I walk past your picture of that every day, and every day I give a little high five. What? Because it's it's on the ticket stand, and it's in the bottom left corner, and it's on my way home. Oh, really? So every day I walk past that picture, and I give a little a little, little tap. Do go, you give it a tap? I go, that's my little buddy. So you're wearing it out. So it's wearing... You're wearing out I'm purposefully denting it, so your yeah, yeah. face you're looks punching warped. it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's fun. <laughs> that's so, fun. Yeah, so... 30th of June, go and see Sean on South Bank. Two weeks later, come see me on the South Bank. We're taking over the South Bank, cultural capital of the yeah, the river. Of both the banks, we're at the best one. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Okay, bye. Bye. Sean and Elliot Read the Bible was brought to you by Sean McLaughlin and Elliot J. Fallows and Bible Corp. All Hail Satan mm-hmm. All Artwork by Ryan Weekman And All Music by Ms. Petrocore And this week we are bringing you our very first sponsor We've been allowed to take on a sponsor by Bible Club And that sponsor is Nail Gun It's the new fragrance from the guy who played Al Borland in Home Improvement Impress all the ladies and local wildlife with Nail Gun It's <laughs> the noise they're making that show? Yeah, 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 a lot I'll yeah. make it a lot yeah. Uh, nail gun. It's available in the basement. Go down the basement, turn left. There's a bloke there selling nail gun. I don't think that's a good idea, Tim. <laughs> so he says in that show. That's what he says in the show. Well, I'll tell you what is a good idea. Tim. Lathering you with nail gun before a date.
Or hunting trip. Yes. Or school festival. A school festival? Are you going to a school festival? <laughs> then why not cover your... I know who might be going to a school festival. <laughs> why not? I know who loves school festivals, especially if there's basketball courts outside. Will, you stop this now, please. You're going to get us arrested. <laughs> Dip yourself in some nail gun and live a better life. Al Borland. It's, a, it's, it's, it's the perfect fragrance for any Independence Day. Bankhead and the Wiz.